With the recent return of the four Moti brothers after a three-week kidnapping ordeal in Limbobo. Now, South Africa has witnessed a number of uh, public and high-profile kidnappings mm. recently. Kidnapping cases have hit the headlines. 2022, while known as the year of Palapala and increased ESCOM woes, could also be said to be the year of sky-high kidnappings, according to Police Minister Becky Kele's most recent crime statistics. 3,306 kidnapping cases were opened with the police. This crime trend has shown a sharp increase with over 1,700 more cases reported to the police compared to the same comparative period. Most of the kidnapping cases were hijacking, robbery, and rape related. To break down the shocking spike in numbers we've seen in the past year, Lizette Lancaster, researcher for the Institute of Security Studies, shares the Institute's figures with Times Live. By the, the sort of COVID period, we peaked with reported kidnapping at about 6,600 just over 6,600 cases. We saw a very slight decline of about 9% during the lockdowns to about just over 6,000 cases. However, by the time we reached March 2022, as lockdown periods relaxed, we saw a 68% jump in a single year uh, to over 10,000 kidnappings. When we look at the quarterly reports or crime stats releases, we see that this jump it is almost more pronounced. For the first six months up till September, so between April this year and September, we already had, for that six months alone, over 7,500 kidnappings which already is 75% of that previous year. So we're seeing these exponential increases in kidnappings. So between July and September of 2022, according to the reported kidnappings released by the police, we are seeing 82 kidnappings on average a day. And these are just the ones reported to the police. The numbers around kidnappings regardless of motivation, have risen across the board. But while on average 82 kidnappings are being reported daily in South Africa, it is the kidnap for ransom cases which are typically well publicized by the media. The following recordings are real ransom calls made to real families living through a kidnap for ransom situation. This content is not for sensitive listeners. We advise listener discretion from this point onwards. Please listen very closely as the recordings were made under very tense circumstances. Are you alone? Yeah. I know you're not alone. I want to give you some advice. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you see your husband. Mm. He's fine. He's going to be fine mm-hmm. if you just cooperate. Mm? Yesterday... When I told you, I gave you the amount. In the background, someone is telling you what to say. I could hear somebody is there telling you what to say. It's true. Who was that? Who? My friend, please. You see, let me tell you. My daughter, last time, when you take him, she's in the hospital now. 
Please, my friend, just if she's in the coma, please help me, my friend. I don't know what I'm saying to you. Please, my friend, please, okay. I beg you. Want, you want you me? Think, it's no. very simple. You want me to release you? Am I right? Hello, you, want you? Me, you want me? I'm, I'm okay. How are you? How much you got? Sorry, boss. How much you got? Right now. Listen. Right now, you're talking about. Uh, listen, listen. Yes, sir. You are taking chances. No, sir, it's not like you, that. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, you are taking chances. If I take chances and something. How much you got? You, How much you got? I got 20 in the pocket now. And that guy, when he's come with the money, he got a breakdown. I didn't listen go to that side. Listen to me. You don't want to pay. No, yes. What I got, I can give you even now. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want to pay. You want to pay or you cooperate with the police? It's fine. I am agree with you. Also, when I'm asking you, when you, you want attacked... to pay or you play with the police, you'll pay your mind. They don't lose. You will leave. You don't know me. I'm waiting. I'm waiting with the police. You can't beat me in this Kidnap for ransom cases at this stage account for 5% of all kidnappings in South Africa. Times Live investigative reporter Graham Hoskins explains why there's been such a notable increase in these kinds of kidnappings within our borders. The kidnapping surge in Mozambique between 2011 and 2015, a lot of the Mozambican foreign businessmen operating in Mozambique headed to South Africa. And when they came to South Africa, they came with their wealth. A lot of them then set up business here or already had businesses here through family members and close associates. With that, they were able to continue operating here with little or no interference in their business operations. They were actually able to, it was just like plug and play for them. And because of them moving across here to South Africa and setting up businesses here and becoming incredibly successful here, the kidnappers who were targeting them in Mozambique realized, look, these guys have moved here to South Africa. It's just across the border. There's rampant crime there. We have connections in terms of federal criminal syndicates, which we can join forces with. And they then began targeting foreign businessmen operating here in South Africa, basically from the end of 2016 into 2017. And in 2017, that's when we began to see the really big spike in or the rise in kidnappings in South Africa. The highest spike that to occur was basically end of 2017, right through 2018, well into 2019. A sudden explosion, especially towards the end of 2019 and into 2020, of the number of syndicates. Not only were you having these mega syndicates operating, but you started having a lot more syndicates operating. And these syndicates, although also targeting big businessmen, were far less professional. The, the more professional syndicates um, would try and keep violence to a minimum, knowing that if they use 
violent and start shootouts on the streets trying to kidnap people, the police are going to respond. While the mega syndicates are, are incredibly professional in, in how they identify and attack targets, the so-called copycat syndicates are far less professional. They're also far more desperate to, to get money. And with that desperation comes the use of violence or the extended use of, of violence. While kidnap for ransom cases are considered more chilling to the public, Lancaster suggests that the spike in kidnapping cases may be linked to theft and hijacking syndicates branching into new territories upon seeing the success of kidnapping syndicates. And this coincides with double-digit increases in robberies and in other violent crime. And we know now through analysis by the police themselves that a lot of the violent crime is evidenced by sort of analysis of motives for for these type of crimes, such as murder and so on, are actually to do not just with one-on-one type of interactions, but we are seeing an increase in group violence and most notably gang or syndicated violence associated with robberies and other types of crime. The activities around extortion and protection rackets that are now taking um, root in many, many communities. And what has happened is that very often these groups also see kidnapping as a very viable alternative to extortion, or to augment um, their income. It's also a viable alternative to sophisticated robbery. The highest ransom paid in South Africa that we are aware of was the 72 million rand paid by businessman Nazim Moti for his sons. Lancaster says that a failure of policing on what South Africans consider to be petty crimes, such as hijacking, housebreakings, stabbings and robbery can have dire consequences as organised petty crime syndicates look to score easier and bigger paydays. Look, we need to get the police on to all forms of kidnapping because if you can eradicate robberies, you make a dent in the trauma and who gets kidnapped, right? Ordinary South Africans, a huge dent. I mean, I, I, I think we've been saying for over a decade as the ISS that we need more coordinated efforts to deal with armed robberies. And it needs to be a sustained resources placed on investigating who these groups are and interrupting them and prosecuting them and dismantling them. You can't just have task teams here and there. You need dedicated resources to deal with robberies and even these extortion groups and kidnapping groups because they are linked, but we don't know much information about how much they are linked. That's why you need dedicated resources also to include the NPA and financial institutions. We have to see kidnapping not in isolation. I mean, if you just look at the quarter two crime statistics for July to September this year, I mean, these double-digit violent crime increases are like very, very disturbing. And that's the point we are trying to make. You know, you can't cherry-pick 
which crimes are more important almost because they are often linked. As I say, the local street gangs are the ones that eventually graduate to cash and transit uh, robbers if they are not interrupted very early on in their careers. Pierre Spijo, the Crisis Group Senior Consultant for Southern Africa, agrees that greater emphasis needs to be placed on policing what South Africans have come to consider petty crimes before criminals have a chance to organize. He says that should be failed to hold syndicates at their inception, all South Africans from different races, areas and importantly pay scales will become a target of kidnapping. The kinds of kidnappings that we're seeing kind of reflect a much more febrile situation. Uh, the kind of highly organized, high profile kidnapping for ransoms uh, which tend to receive the media attention uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and are much more dramatic and often romanticized as well in some instances. The, 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 those kinds of issues are the exception, not the rule. It, it is this low-level stuff which is affecting already vulnerable individuals and communities, uh, which kind of makes anyone a potential target. And, and, and that is deeply concerning. Lancaster and Pichel both point to a need to apprehend criminals and dis- dismantle criminal organizations as early as possible. They warn against considering, for instance, kidnapping motivated by hijackings as somehow a lesser crime. For Times Live, I am Paige Muller.